0: Well, praise God. We've been on a series about the Holy Spirit. And, you know, uh, I, I really believe that we need to get a revelation that God is with us. Amen. Amen? And I, I, I think sometimes we, we forget that. Amen. That God is with us and, and, and that He wants to fellowship with us. He, he wants to have a, you know, God wants to have a, a living relationship with you. Amen. Amen. And that's what I love about Christianity. It's just, it's not dead religion. Amen. Amen. It's living. Somebody say living. Living Living. faith. Faith. Amen. So your faith is alive when you're walking with God. Amen. Amen. And that's what God calls all of us to do is walk with him. Amen. Not, you know, prayer is not just asking God for things and we do petition God, but prayer is fellowshipping with God. Amen. See, when you get out of your baby stage of your walk, your Christian walk, you, you, you're not so concerned about your needs as much as you are in, in your desire to fellowship with Him. And when you seek God, you will have want of no good thing. Are you hearing what I'm saying today? When you realize how good God is and you are full of God, I'm telling you, the cares of this life won't even touch you. Do you believe that today? I'm trying to convince you this morning. Amen. Amen. So let's look at this. 2 Corinthians 13, 14. Let's look at this. We've been looking at this this scripture all month. And I love this because it's a a benediction. It's it's at the end of of, uh, uh, Paul's writings. And um, he says, May the amazing grace of the Master Jesus Christ. So Jesus is grace. Amen. Grace and truth. The extravagant extravagant love of God, Uh, and so we need to get a revelation of God's love, amen? And the intimate fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with all of you, amen? And so we're focused on the Holy Spirit, and the first week we talked about the Holy Spirit and and His character and His characteristics, and we we talked about the first week that, that the Holy Spirit is likened to when... And you can't see when, but you can feel when. And like I said, I, I, I like to create an atmosphere. That's what worship does uh, on Sunday morning. The reason why we worship the Lord when, when we start the service is because we want to create an atmosphere for the Holy Spirit to move. I going to say this. You have to create an atmosphere if you want God moving in your home, how many people want God moving in your home? You need to start creating an atmosphere. In other words, get some worship music. My mom likes to play worship music. I, I walk in the house and she's playing. You hear this soft worship music. It makes me want to have church. Are you here what I say it today? And, we, you know, listen, church is not just for Sunday morning. No, you can have church every day. And you say, well, do I have to? No, you get to, amen. In other words, you can create church in your own home. Glory to God. You can worship God in your own home and you can praise him, amen. And you can create an atmosphere for God to move. Amen. And so that's what we want to do. So, so we talked about the Holy Spirit's liking to win and, and we may not be able to see the Holy Spirit, but we can sense his presence. And, and then we talked about, you know, the Holy Spirit, how he functions in our lives and the Holy Spirit is really, he's here to help us win. Do you know that you have an enemy? Do you, do you know there's a devil out here? See, some preachers won't talk about the devil because they say, oh, I don't want to glorify the devil. But you need to know your enemy. You need to know there is a devil out here that God's not God's not behind all, all the ugly that's going on around uh, in this planet. God, you know, some people will preach that God. Everything God is ordaining and he's he's pushing all the buttons. He's we're just pawns on a chessboard. Uh, if that was the case, why even pray? Have you thought about that? Amen. In other words, we need to pray to use our authority in this earth. Somebody say, I have authority. You, you have authority. Amen. And so, so we talked about how, how the Holy Spirit is, is, is with us and he will lead us and guide us into all truth. And, and then last week, uh, we talked about that the Holy Spirit, we talked about Jesus' baptism. And that, G, that, that when you get saved, you have the Holy Spirit within. Amen. We talked about when you get saved, you get two things. You get a new heart. Which means you get a new spirit. The Bible says he will take a stony heart out of us. Yes. Somebody say, I have, I have a new heart. Amen. I know you may have, you may have some, you know, you, you, you have an unrenewed mind. And you do have feelings. And sometimes you may have some anger towards people. But really, your heart is to walk in love. Yes. Are you here what I'm saying? That's what, it, the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts. Right? By the Holy Spirit. And so we say, I have a new heart. If you receive Jesus, you have a new heart, which means you have a new spirit, amen, and you have a righteous spirit. You have the gift of righteousness, amen. But not only that, you have the Holy Spirit abiding on the inside of you. In other words, where you go, God goes. Oh, man. That's kind of strong, pastor. Yeah, where you go, you bring God with you. That's why you don't want to go in bad places, <laughs> unless God tells you to go in a bad place. But what I mean by, by that is, is that we want to, we want, we, we're the temple of the Holy Spirit, and the Bible says glorify God in your temple. Ouch. But we want to glorify God in our temple, amen? Glory to God. Like I said, I need to get rid of this chair because I've been standing the past three weeks. I, I'm becoming a real preacher now, amen? I don't need the seat. But anyway. And and so we talked about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And the baptism of the Holy Spirit, what a lot of people don't realize is that God wants to give you a gift called uh, 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 speaking in other tongues. Have you ever heard of that? And what it is, it's a gift, and we found out in the book of Acts that the apostles and the 120 people were filled in Acts, and they received a spiritual gift. Uh, Jesus talks about the promise of the Father. Jesus said to the disciples, don't go out anywhere until you get endued with power from on high. So what this means is, is that the Holy Spirit doesn't only abide on the inside of us, but he wants to abide upon us for the works of the ministry. So it's the Holy Spirit within and the Holy Spirit upon. Amen. And so when God fills us up to overflowing, we get so filled with God. Jesus said like, that, like rivers of living water will flow out of our mouths. And so what does that mean? That means that God will give us a spiritual gift called tongues. And, 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 so, and so we can use that. Really, that is really designed. It's a prayer language really designed for your devotional time. In other words, it's a gift that really helps you. And we talked about that last week. And, and, and so you need to get that CD, amen? And because if you don't know a lot about it, 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 it it's just God wants to help us. And so, so when I received that gift, it just, it made, it made my walk so much greater. It was, it was like a more deeper walk with God, amen? And so now today we're going to we're going to talk about we're going to talk about the, the the gifts of the Holy Spirit And God really wants to give us gifts and and I, I really think the, the, this the reason why people are leaving church and And, and unfortunately um, a lot of churches and denominations start off on fire with God And they're doing lots of things getting people saved miracles are happening what happens is that that the church starts getting into traditions of men and they start getting into religion they start getting into formulas and what happens is that that we formulate god out of our services and what happens is then we're we're here in church but we're not seeing god move anymore And we're not sensing the presence of God anymore. And I think that, I think there's reasons why people leave the church and they go out looking and searching because people are looking to see something miraculous. People are looking for the power out here. They will go to, 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 to uh, somebody like us, uh, these uh, people that will tell the future, these fortune tellers and these palm readers. Hope you've never been to one of those. And if you're a Christian, you don't need to go to one of those. Amen. I hope you're not reading the horoscope, amen, to find out what your week's going to be like, amen. You don't need to be doing that. You can read the Bible. I can tell you what. See, the, the, the Word of God is a more sure word of prophecy. And the Word of God says your future is bright. You're gonna, you have to squint to look at your future. You might have to get some sunshades, amen. And so, and so I, I believe that people are leaving the church because they're, they're not seeing the power of God in operation in the church. And I I believe that God is bringing the power back. Do you believe that today? And he's revealing that to us. So Jesus promised us power. Now let's look at Mark 16, 15 through 18. And, And this Jesus is, this is the great commission. And Jesus said, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name, they will cast out demons. Ooh, think about that. Pastor, that's just, they just write that just to fill up. No, no, God wants us, God wants us casting out demons. Wow, do people have those? Yeah, amen. And so God wants us, but he wants to give us the power to do that. Amen people don't like to talk about that. See see that's where you get addictions and you get these things Sometimes there could be a spirit that drives people to do wrong things And sometimes you just might need to pray and break the power of the devil off of some You know, maybe willpower may not do it It needs spiritual power to break the power of the devil off some people Can the devil get a hold of some people? You ever hear about those things where a person shoots all these people and said, God told me to do this? Have you ever heard that? Why? Yeah, a spirit, a, a devilly spirit spoke to that person, pretending to be God, and told that guy to do that. Trying to, trying to destroy people's lives. Amen? And so it says here, we're in, hey, listen, folks, we're in a spiritual battle. And God has given us spiritual weapons that we can fight against the enemy. You, know, you, you have an arsenal. You know, you, we don't go out to war. And, and we, we go out to war and we have the finest weapons in America. We have smart bombs. And we have all this technology and night goggles and all that. And God has given us special gifts. You believe that? To combat the enemy. And it said, these signs will follow those who believe in my name. They will cast out Demons. They will speak with new tongues. There again, it's when you, receive, uh, uh, when you receive Christ, then you can receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. You speak with new tongues. Take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it will not hurt them. And you lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. So we see that that, that, that these are supernatural things that God's calling us believers to do. And the Holy Spirit equips us Amen. Equips us to do these things. I love what I like what it says in Luke 10 19. Behold, I have given you power. Say, I have power. I have power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and upon all the force of the enemy, and nothing will harm you. Luke 10 19. Jesus spoke this to his disciples. Jesus took, you know commissioned his disciples to go door to door to, to pray for the sick and to cast out devils. Amen. And so God is commissioning us to do that today. Uh, It says here, uh, I'm going to say this, that that the anointing that God's given us, where, where are we in Christ? Let me say it this way. Where are we in Christ? Have you ever thought about that? We're seated in heavenly places. In Ephesians 2, 4, 6. It says, this, but God, who is rich in mercy because of his great love, which he has loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you have been saved and raised up us together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So, so when, when, when Christ was raised from the dead, Christ is the head, we're the body, but spiritually speaking, we're seated in heavenly places. That means that we have all the power of heaven backing us up. In the name of Jesus. Somebody say in the name of Jesus. So, so what am I saying to you today? I'm saying that, 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 that what, what Jesus did down here on this earth, he, he, he spoke to storms and he raised the dead and he healed the sick and, and he, and he uh, opened the blind eyes. What Jesus did, he did uh, as a man anointed by the Holy Ghost and he did to show as a pattern for us to do. Are oh, you listening to what I'm saying today? In other words, Jesus is our pattern. Jesus is our pattern. So, 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 so basically the Holy Spirit is, it works with us and comes on us and gives us spiritual gifts like Jesus, glory to God. And, and and we go out and we do the works of Jesus. What, what if you could, what if I told you today you could do the works of Jesus, You can do the works of Jesus. You know what it says? It says in John 14, 12, this is Jesus speaking. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than these, he will do because I go to my father. Think about that. Jesus actually said, you know, you see all the things that I do? Raise the dead, uh, open blind eyes. He says, you're going to be able to do that too. Either Jesus is telling the truth or he's not. He's telling the truth. In other words, God is anointing the body of Christ to walk in miracles. I know this is pretty radical this morning. But you know what? God is calling us to walk in miracles. Amen? And And so we need to understand that and we need to receive that. To ourselves. Amen. So today I want to talk to you about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And it's in Corinthians uh, 12. And we're going to look at this this morning. And and Paul is speaking right at the very beginning of of 1 Corinthians 12 verse 1. And as we turn there, uh, Paul says, Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. That can stop right there. In other words, Paul is saying, I don't want you to be ignorant of the spiritual giftings that the Holy Spirit wants to place on us. Okay, so, 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 so we need not to be ignorant, amen? We, what's, the, what's the remedy for ignorance? Uh, it's knowledge. And we got to get, get knowledge of... Uh, the giftings of the Holy Spirit and and, and who we are in Christ. Amen. So so let's look at this. Uh, As we read down, it says here, this is Paul speaking, it says, there are diversity of gifts, but the same Spirit. And there are different ministries, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of activities, but it is the same God, her works, all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. So, so why does God give us spiritual gifts? He, he wants to enhance the kingdom of God. He wants to build his church on this earth. And he wants a powerful church. Listen, we're the triumphant church. It may look like you're losing, but you're really a winner. As long as you keep standing on the word of God. So he says, for, for to one is given the word of wisdom through the spirit. To another, the word of knowledge through the same spirit. To another, faith by the same spirit. To another, gifts of healings by the same spirit. To another, working of miracles. To another, prophecy. To another, discerning of spirits. To another, different kinds of tongues. And to another, the interpretation of tongues. Wow, Pastor, what does all that mean? When you read that, and especially if you're not used to that, Uh, You're like, what's, you know, interpretation of tongues, different kinds of tongues, uh, working of miracles, gifts of healings. He's saying that we need to be walking in some of these things. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you today? But how do we get there? I'm glad you asked. We get there by having knowledge of it. A lot of times we are walking in some of these things, but we're not aware of it. Sometimes, and when I explain to you how the gifts work, sometimes how the gifts of the Holy Spirit work, you may know something about somebody, but don't know how you know it. And we don't, And sometimes God uses us without us really knowing that He's using us, yes. because we'd get a big head if, he, if we did. <laughs> oh man, I'm, working, I'm walking in all these spiritual gifts, you know. And sometimes the, the giftings are so, sometimes so natural, when God moves through us, we don't even realize it. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? And so we've got to be open that God wants to move through us. Yes. That God wants, you know, the Bible says in him we live yes. and move and have our being. Yes. In other words, I want, I want God to totally possess me. Yes. You. Are, are you hearing what I'm saying today? And if God is moving through you, yes. glory to God, the less mistakes you're going to make. And the greater impact on this world you're going to make. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I want to be a vessel without, you know, uh, the Bible says that that, that we need to be vessels of righteousness, vessels of honor. And when we're vessels of honor, God can use us in a mighty way. You believe that today? So so let's break down these gifts. And I'm going to try to get through these gifts. I may not get through all of them today. If not, we'll continue it next week. Is that all right? And so and so, there are three classifications or three groups of gifts. There are nine gifts of the Spirit, like there's nine fruit of the, uh, the Spirit, amen? So there's nine gifts. There's, the number one, there's revelation gifts. These are gifts that reveal something. So God re- will give us a gift to reveal something. There's power gifts. These are gifts that do something. And then there's inspirational gifts. These gifts are designed to inspire and encourage the church. Amen? And so, so let's focus on the revelation gifts. The, uh, there's three in the revelation gifts. The word of wisdom, the word of knowledge, and discerning of spirits. These are the three revelation gifts God give, uh, gives. Amen? And so, it, so we, have to, we have to look at this. The, the, the word of wisdom is a supernatural revelation of the divine purpose of God. It is a divine communication or message to a church from God. God will give us information of future events that has not yet come to pass. Amen. So so we see here that that God actually wants to reveal the future to us. Ooh, That's awesome. Because if you know the future, you can be better prepared for what's going to come down the pike. In other words, the Holy Spirit wants to reveal what's going to go down the pike. What? So he can prepare us. Amen. Listen, listen. We got to get in a place in our walk with God where we're not dull of hearing. We got to spend time with God. Look at your name. and say, spend time with God. You got to get sensitive to the voice of of the Holy Spirit because the voice of the Holy Spirit is very small you can miss God Amen. have you ever missed God before God showed you hey do this and you just or sometimes you put it off and you and, and, and we don't want to put God off because we could miss an opportunity and, and normally it's an opportunity of a, a, a blessing are you listening to what I'm saying today so 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 it's a divine communication and it's it's supernatural I love what it says in John 16, 13. It says, however, when he, the spirit of truth, Uh, amen, John 16, 13, however, when he, the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth. That's the Holy Spirit. For he will not speak of his own authority, but wherever he hears, he will speak and he will tell you things to come. Ooh, glory to God. Are you here? I'm telling you, if if you want to get ahead of the enemy that's trying to strategize and take you down, when God starts revealing to you some truth about your future, hallelujah, I'm telling you, it's going to propel you, it's going to invigorate you, it's going to energize you to move towards that place. Especially when you're in a place where you don't really see God moving. Have, or anybody know what I'm talking about? I, I remember that, that, that I, I came back. I went to Bible school and, and, uh, and I came back to the church and to, to help uh, the pastors that founded the church. And I came back as the youth minister. And, and, and then God started revealing to me that he was calling me to pastor. And then he gave me revelation. I'm calling you to be a pastor. Ooh, it's good when God tells me that I'm a pastor, right? It's good when God starts revealing the calling that he has on your life. And then, and then the Lord revealed to me that, that, that I was, I was going to be the next pastor of the church. And it looked impossible. And I went through some valleys and I went through some stuff. But if I didn't have that word uh, of wisdom that I was going to be stepping up to be the next pastor, I don't know if I would be here today. Why? I had some revelation. There was some vision. I was running on vision in spite of the obstacles. See, God wants to give you a glimpse of your future. He he wants to show you that it's good things that he has for you. And he wants to reveal this to you. And then you start running on vision regardless of what it looks like. And it will keep you steady in the walk. You know, you may be, you know, you, you may be suffering something or, or whatever. And the Spirit of the Lord said, you know, may, may drop down a, a word of wisdom. You will live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. Amen. Are you listening to what I'm saying? You get a rhema word, uh, you know, that God is saying, You're going to make it through this. Yes. Thank you, Lord. I need a future word. Yes. I need a word from God. I need something. That's, I need God to encourage me. Amen. Maybe, maybe there's a word for somebody else. God can give you a word for a future of somebody else. Man, I like to walk in the gifts of the Spirit. I, I, I love operating in the gifts of the Spirit. Amen. And so God will give you a word to help somebody move forward in their walk with God. Amen. So sometimes, see, God will give us a portion of what he may be showing us to do. But, you know, uh, God won't give you the whole thing. Why is that? Because he wants us walking in faith. Don't you wish God would just give you the whole thing? Lord, just give it to me all. You probably couldn't handle it. If God would tell you everything He wanted you to do, man, you'd be like, "Oh God, I can't do that." No, because you have to grow into your calling. You have to grow into the things of God. It's a. Somebody say, "I'm in the process." We're growing into that bright and glorious church. Somebody say, "I'm growing." We're not where we need to be, amen? We're, 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 but, but we're moving towards that, and we're not where we used to be. Amen. Somebody say, I'm back there. No, you're not what you used to be. Right. Glory to God. And so it says in Corinthians, but uh, this is Paul, but we speak the wisdom of God. This is 1 Corinthians 2.7. I keep forgetting my man is trying to put my scriptures up. <laughs> and I'm moving pretty fast lord give him grace first corinthians 2 7 (laughs) but we speak the wisdom of god in a mystery the hidden wisdom which god ordained before the ages for our glory amen so, so we see that, so God gives us, them why? So we can walk in faith. this, the word of wisdom, again, is God revealing the future to us. And, and, and so, and I'm and gonna say this, that when God reveals the future, there's some things God's gonna reveal the future that will happen. And some things that God will reveal the future that we're gonna to have to do something to make happen. In other words, we're gonna to have to cooperate with God. Oh, you hear what I'm saying to you today? In other words, I would never be a pastor standing up here when God called me to be a pastor and said I'd be the next pastor if I didn't submit myself under authority and learn to be a good follower. Amen. Amen. Oh, you listen to what I'm saying. If I quit early, then that, that what God spoke to me would not come to pass. But there are some things that God will say that will come to pass. Jesus is coming back regardless if you like it or not. I mean he said I'm coming back. Right. Man's not gonna be able to keep that from happening. It's gonna happen. Yes. Jesus is coming back. Amen. Are you hearing what I say? There's some things that God will say that will happen bar none. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? So we've got to get revelation. Now, 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 it has happened to a lot of the patriarchs in the Old Testament. It, 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 Noah, for instance. God spoke to Noah in Genesis 6. And, and God said, I'm going to destroy the earth with water. It's going to rain. And, and, and gave uh, Noah uh, a revelation of the future. And then God revealed that to him. That that would be a word of wisdom. He gave a word. Then he he gave Noah the exact plan on how to build the ark. He said, I want you to build the ark, and this is how I want you to do it. Tune in next week for the completion of this message. We would like to invite you to join us Sunday morning at 4136 Holland Road, Virginia Beach, Virginia. Service starts at 1030 a.m. Nurseries and children's church provided. This broadcast is made possible by the congregation of Exceed Life Church. For more information, visit us at exceedlifechurch.org.